You're listening to the Housing Innovation Alliance podcast in partnership with the University of Denver's Franklin L. Burns School of Real Estate and Construction Management. The Housing Innovation Alliance is a nationwide community of game changers, driving the future of home delivery through crowd-accelerated innovation. We represent thought leaders from dirt to dweller with a focus on the production builder's business environment. Hi, this is Dennis Stegwell, president of the Housing Innovation Alliance, and you're listening to our podcast series. I'm joined today by Nicole Godfrey, global president of Runway. How are you doing today, Nicole? I'm good, Dennis. How are you? Yeah, very well. Thank you. I appreciate you joining us today. I'm, I'm really excited to talk to you a bit about your experience working in uh, kind of the global home building industry um, and, and talk a bit about how you're helping some of your clients work through a digital transformation process, because it really builds on a lot of the story that we've been telling within our community as we see that, uh, you know, digital transformation is or digitization is something that many of these organizations are going to face over the next five years. And some have described it as the difference between, let's say, life or death for their company, yet only a, a very small fraction of those organizations are, are prepared for that. So I think you'll have a lot to add to that story and a lot to share with our community as we get into it. Yeah, for sure. So I can give you a little bit of background on, on Runway to start with. So Runway is a uh, platform that has been in existence since 1997 when digital, and it was in the cloud back then. And, you know, at that time, a lot of people didn't trust the internet, didn't trust the, the cloud. So I've seen a lot over, over that period. The company was started by my husband, Rowan Kelly, in Melbourne, Australia. And uh, we also have a production facility in Bangalore in India. And about two years ago, I started watching the US market quite keenly. Um, our, our apps are primarily used by builders and developers in Australia to solve the problems around rapidly creating home and land packages. So the ability to find a lot, find a home, control sort of lot fit, uh, monotony rules, design guidelines, that sort of thing to rapidly bring about new home options for consumers. So I'd started watching the US market, subscribing to everything that I, I could. And last February, my husband and I decided to um, do a six week trip. And I, through the power of LinkedIn, lined up a heap of, um, of meetings with captains of, of industry and landed in Houston in, uh, in Texas and was fortunate enough, my very first meeting was with Heath Melton at Howard Hughes Corporation, who is now a client. And uh, my first meeting in, in Dallas was with Hillwood, who are now a, a client. And what I discovered through that process is that the lack of tech in home building in terms of the, the processes of getting product to consumers and getting product to market was was drastically behind anything that I had really anticipated. There was still a lot of spreadsheets and Dropbox and emails and um, paper plats and, and things like that. So after that uh, six week trip, went back to, to Melbourne and did some hard thinking about what that opportunity meant for our business and for me personally, and uh, packed up the dogs and moved to Dallas. And I'm just uh, getting to my one year anniversary of launching the business here. Exciting. Well, so you've been here for a year. Can you just tell us some stories of, you know, maybe embellish a little bit on, on some of the things that you've experienced, some of the, the hurdles that you think we're facing when it comes to digital transformation within our organizations and within our industry? I, I think there are a few, um, a few contributing factors. I think there are, there are a few, few factors. One is 
and I say this very gently, my perception and my experience in the age of a lot of the decision makers at the helm of these companies, that they're not as comfortable with with tech as perhaps their younger counterparts. And I'm often seeing that in terms of when we're um, pitching into an organization, it's usually the 30 something or the 40 something that's the champion and is, you know, pushing upwards. So I think that's a factor. The second factor I would say is the lot takedown process. So some developers view their customer as the builder and the builder will then panel out manually when they don't need to, um, if they're using our products. They manually determine what home is going to go on the lot. So the consumer then doesn't have choice, but because that's sort of decided that that's going to be that home, that's that's the spec, that's what they're building with these colors. Uh, Somebody's manually making those decisions. They've always done it that way. That's somebody's job that they just haven't reached for giving the consumer options. So there's a kind of, you get, what you get and you know no one gets upset because that's what you're that's what you're getting the third i would say is that because a developer or a builder will build out in a section of a community and again is not providing those options they're they're not reaching for the ability to rapidly create new home options they're not reaching to produce dynamic brochures on the fly to produce you know new home estimates on the fly they haven't reached for it until now and i think what people are finding now that we're all at home and people are online a lot more is that you know I saw a funny meme on LinkedIn that said, you know, who who initiated your digital transformation? Was it your marketing manager, your IT manager or COVID-19? I think that that's forcing people and a, a new client that I'm working with at the moment has said, you know, every couple of years it, it, it would come up that we need to do something with our website. And, you know, I'd go out and I'd look for options and I'd go back to my division president and then it would be, no, nah, the website's fine. But whereas now it's like, wow, we really need to do something about the state of our website. If I can give you a bit of background around how builders and developers work together in Australia, and one of the reasons why our our apps are so fit, if I can call it that, is that there's no lot takedown for starters. So every builder is going out to every developer to try and figure out what land is available. And then using our software, they will run a process to say every block of land, every house, every house combination, every elevation combination, every color combination, tell me what I can have. And then they might end up with thousands of home and land packages. Then they'll put those best ones on their, on their website, on the equivalent of MLS, Realtor, Zillow, and they're purely lead generation tools. So then when a, a customer inquires about that package or goes down to the, the sales center and says, I, I want that home and land package, the builder will say, that's great. I'll take your, your deposit or earnest money as you call it here. And then you have to go off to the developer and, and do a separate contract. So they're not, they're not related at all. But then the problem becomes that if another builder has a package on that lot, how do they know that lot is now sold? And, and what our application also allows people to do is to collaborate online so they can send homes, they can send lots to each other. So, you know, that's one of the ways we manage, digitally manage takedown as well. But yeah, I, th- I think that the takedown process, the, the 
career stage of people at the helm of some of these organisations and the lack of giving consumers more options has meant there hasn't been that pressing need to really look at doing things digitally. Yeah, I think it comes, sounds like it comes back to, yeah, like you said at the beginning, a really a, a comfort level, having a certain comfort level with uh, accepting the measured risks of adopting a new technology like this and, and evaluating how you actually roll it out within your organization and, and to your customer base. And I, and I think that you're, you're right, then that has ripple effects throughout the entire process. So, and as we look towards consumers moving more towards a, an online purchasing environment, or at least, you know, really trying to get to the point where they, they go in as educated as possible in, into the purchase process, they expect a better experience, right? And, and um, that's something, you know, as we interact with all kinds of other products, whether it be a, you know, a, a car, a wardrobe, or you know, an interior remodel process, we have that at our fingertips through different apps. So I think you know, providing, them, providing us as, as buyers with those resources is, is incredibly important because that's where we're gonna continue to see more and more pull um, mm. from the market and more desire. So talk to me a little bit about how this enhances the overall experience for the consumer and, and maybe a little bit about the journey that the organization itself has to go on to make that work. Yeah, absolutely. So what we do is we take the the plat and we um, our AI in our um, runway inventory platform actually reads the plat, um, reads the setbacks, easements, and so forth. We then look at loading design guidelines, monotony, covenant rules. We then load in all of the the home plans, and we also create a a bird's eye lot fit image of the shape of the house. So then when the consumer is on a website or a touch screen or the sales counselor is sitting in a, in a model home with a prospect, you can either start by selecting a lot you're interested in, or you can start by selecting a home design that you're interested in. And if you select a lot, it runs all of the checks in the background against monotony, design guidelines, lot fit, site coverage, whatever it might be, and it will present to you the homes that are compatible with that lot. Uh, you can then select that design, it will then filter out any elevations based on the elevation itself or the, the colors within that elevation. So you're only presented with those that are compatible. You can then go ahead and select your internal colors or it might be a modification to the home. And then you create your new home and it will automatically do the lot fit for you as well. So I know with um, Pulte, who we're working with out of Austin, they were waiting up to two weeks for a lot fit to come back from their engineers and paying you know, close to $200 and now it's automated for them. And you can then print off a dynamic brochure then and there. Uh, you can request online chat uh, or if you are so inclined and it's a, it's a hot, hot lot or a hot community, you can place a deposit online. And that will automatically then mark the, the lot is on hold so somebody else can't buy it. But it, it is 100% foolproof. You cannot make a mistake. So, so you know, from a, from a consumer perspective, it obviously removes a lot of friction from the process. I mean, we're already going through a, a pretty important time in our life when we're going to make this very large investment in a new home. Yeah. It, can be, it should be enjoyable, but it can be stressful at times, right? And, and making sure that you have kind of clear line of sight to your point of, of what your options are as quickly as possible. And then knowing that that's being communicated throughout the organization, the mm -hmm. way that you want it to be and the, the way the organization needs it to be as quickly as possible. The time-saving element of that seems to be pretty incredible as well. So now I, as a buyer, you know, I start off my journey in a much better position than I might have otherwise. And I think that's, you know, that's incredibly important because that's a lot of feedback that we will we'll typically see throughout our community. 
One of, one of the other things that um, it allows a consumer to do is to get a visual on the, the homes that are going to be their neighbours as well. So is there a single storey or a two storey home next door? You know, what, what do the quality of the homes look like? So they can start to really see themselves in that neighbourhood and, and we can integrate with, you know, street view and 3D tours and walking around the neighbourhood and, and so forth. But it's about getting the consumer closer to really seeing themselves in that home. Consumers need certainty. So that gives them the, the certainty and the, and the confidence and it gives them what they want when they want it. Right. No, absolutely. And, and, and yeah, as we said, that's something that we're all kind of expecting nowadays, right? We just get so used to it's ready now that as soon as it's not, we, we get a bit frustrated. So I think that this, and, and with something as important as we said about as a home, this is, this is a great solution. So you mentioned some of the working relationships that you have now and some of the problems that they're solving with it, with these kind of digital tool sets. Can you talk to us a little bit about, you know, what else you're seeing, what other problems you're, you're able to solve directly for some of your clients today, um, or that these tools sets themselves can solve and and how that's playing out inside different you know different examples yeah so the 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 way in which we're working with our clients you know is quite diverse and because it, it solves a lot of problems and you know you can start with one component and then move to another but if i think about the work we're doing with um perry homes who's a, a texas based builder they've got offices in Dallas, San Antonio, Houston. When I first um, met with their uh, executive VP, he's a comes from a, a tech background himself, so I was in I was in luck there. He went and got one of the their paper plats for their community, and he showed me that what they were doing, and I've seen this with other builders and national builders as well. So is that they would using colored highlighter and pencils and they would write which home was going to go on a on a lot and what elevation and then if a different house sold next door they would then have to rub that out and change the house you can imagine the mess that that this thing looked like but it was not only the fact that you know it was it was messy and error prone but if the person who um, looked after that was away, there was no one else who could just pick up that work. So someone in another office couldn't pick up that, that work. So what we've done is we've actually digitized their plats. Um, this means that anyone from any office can log in and keep working with the starts department and so forth. It means that everybody's got complete visibility all the time about you know, the, the status of that community. And from a, a sales perspective, it allows the sales consultants now to go in and, and do that, what I described as a consumer journey. But if, because the plat is a living, breathing, real-time thing, if, if a customer comes into that community and wants to put another home on that lot, even though it had been earmarked for another home, the sales consultant has the ability to do that and produce a brochure with a lot fit immediately. So the problem we're solving is if a consumer comes in on the weekend and wants a different home on a lot with a lot fit, they couldn't do that previously. And they've got cost savings in terms of the price of, of lot fits. You know, they're getting the consumer closer to, to making a purchase way, way faster. And the, the sales consultants have got a great sales tool. 
Yeah, so you can see there's certainly a lot of added added value here. And, and one of the things that you mentioned early on in the conversation is really to make something like this work, it takes buy-in at the highest levels of the organization because it's not necessarily going to be an easy journey and it's going to be something that is going to take time and patience and to, to roll out. You know, can you share with our community what are some of the first steps as they approach kind of moving in this direction, more digitization within their organization, more connectivity amongst stakeholders? You know, how should they be thinking about that? Which, what's the first move? Yeah, a lot of people consider this to be purely a sales and marketing function, but it, it's not. Certainly sales and marketing are, are heavily involved, but if, if you think about it, three things need to, to work for this to come to, to fruition. And first is full buy-in across all departments. I'm working with certainly VPs, I'm working with marketing people, I'm working with land development people, estimating uh, so if you think of all of the people who are involved with getting a home to market, they all need to be on board and understand that there are going to be some internal shifts and that things are going to be done differently. And some people really resist change. Some people sort of say, well, what's my job going to be now? I'm, I'm the person who makes brochures and they might be redeployed to do something way more interesting than, you know, with um, PDF tools all day. This is going to be automated now, but everybody needs to be on board. And sort of where we, we go from there is we map out what we like to call the low hanging fruit in terms of what are the things that we can get wins on quite quickly. And then the the more laborious task is for an organization to get its digital assets in, in order. I still see on, on websites, spec home listings where there's a, a portaloo out the front, you know, that's not going to work. We need to get good, good renders. Uh, often people don't know where to go about their organization in terms of getting all of the home dimensions ready. So we've done hundreds and hundreds of implementations over the years and we follow a very strict implementation process. We like to get everyone comfortable by providing session agendas for requirements meetings, who needs to attend, what they need to bring to those sessions, and a lot of guidance around uh, getting those assets ready, getting the site plans ready, getting the, the detailed information off the digital plats. Now, I'm, I'm really just talking from an internal perspective here, but then of course, with companies like Howard Hughes and Hillwood, there's also that additional step of getting the builders on board. And what we've found um, most successful with our developer clients is to actually present to the builder team the benefits that they're going to get by being in a, a community where our tools are present. So that's things like the consumer journey where they only see their, their own homes and can produce packages and flyers and lot fits for their customers on the fly. Our developer clients are sharing all of the uh, website and consumer journey metrics with the builders. So the builders know which homes people are, are looking at. What are their favorite homes? Are they taking 3D tours? You know, how long are they spending on, on site? Are they downloading brochures? So there's a lot of value with the, with the builder. Whereas historically, well, certainly when I first arrived, if I was presenting to a developer, they'd say, well, that's all great, but how am I going to get my builders on board? They'll be resistant. Uh, but now we're finding that it's, it's totally the opposite. And I was fortunate enough to sit on the panel with a, a webinar with a couple of our clients and, and builders who use our tools who said, no, this is the this is the expected level of consumer and, and sales experience now in, a, in, in any you know, master plan community. This is a new standard. 
All right. Well, so you have this you have this very well laid out framework and a, and a process for working with your your clients and your partners here. I'm kind of curious. What are are there any common traps that we need to be aware of that we should avoid when we're discussing this internally before we make the move of calling yourself or a company like yours? Uh, I I think that the the company needs to be ready to really embrace change and it needs to be communicated to the company as a whole. The other challenge can be around getting all of the the dimensions and and having a single source of truth for all of your um, home and land inventory as we do that migration process to runway inventory. And the other thing I'd say, and I think it's true of any major project, give, give it the, the time and, you know, that it deserves and also a, a project manager who, who has the authority to execute the project uh, in a timely manner. So it, it typically is going to be somebody who has to run around to a lot of different departments or different builders and they need to be esteemed so that they can get those things done. Um, but we certainly try to um, make the process as smooth as, as possible. And as I say, we've done it lots of times before. And if there are issues with, you know, images or plats, uh, we do, as I say, have our team in, in Bangalore who are able to, to take that pain away from internal teams as well. All right. Okay. Now, I, I think that, again, it comes back to it. This is all, it's all where we need to move towards. Right. There's, there's so much that can be achieved, but you're, you know, you're right. We need to kind of, one of the things is, you know, and I look at the organizations I've worked with in the past, you kind of, you have to be willing to get your house in order first. Right. And it's going to reveal some, some, some inefficiencies that you have to be willing to, to stomach to get over. Right. So it's kind of, there's, there's a lot of, a lot of gaps you're going to find in your own organization as you're going through this process. And, and it's, that's just part of the exercise. It's the path to, to betterment and, and organizational improvement. So I really appreciate you sharing everything you've shared now about your experience working here in the U S for the past year and and kind of what you've brought into it from, from your work in Australia. Curious to switch gears a little bit and, and get more on the personal side. Tell us a little bit about what you love about the industry or what pulls you in? There's a lot that I love about the the industry. I really, really enjoy learning about my clients' businesses and their challenges and, you know, just the ability to, to look at something and go, wow, I know how much I can do for you, um, that I can make you happy. I love that it's an industry where they're placemaking, they're making homes for people. And that is such a, a big responsibility and, um, and a privilege, you know, to do that for someone. I love that there are just always so many uh, opportunities for improvement. And I love working with people that are passionate about what they do as well. And I'm very fortunate with the, with the clients that I have, but probably the, the most fun for me uh, is when I'm first learning about a, an organization and, you know, about the projects they're doing and what their challenges are and how we can, we can assist them. Yeah, no, awesome. I think, yeah, no, you certainly picked a, an industry to find a group of, a group of people or teams that are passionate about solving problems for families. I mean, this is certainly the, one of the, one of the ones at the top and, and everybody in our community certainly lives and breathes that as well. And it's, it's exciting to have you as part of that community as well. As we wrap things up a little bit, what it, what inspires you day to day? So we know that what pulls you into the industry, but are, are there certain actions or activities that you see from within your team or from that you observe in the field? And then maybe I'll even pivot a little bit into some, some motivation for our community. What are some words to live by that you can share? I, I'm very, very fortunate to have an amazing, happy team, our, our R&D team. That the fact that they have built this application 
is is amazing. Uh, even though we're in three different locations, everybody catches up personally and professionally every day. They're just a fantastic group of committed people, and they really do spur me on every day. And and you know, I'm there. I'm there for them. And in terms of, did you say words to live by? I have two, and I believe that they are my own. One of them is I've been saying for probably 30 years, and, it, and it's I'll give it a go. Somebody says, do you want to try something? I, I'll just, and my friends still joke at me, and they'll say, oh, she'll give it a go. Um, because I, I always want to be pushing myself and trying new things and, and remaining curious. Uh, and my other saying, and some of my staff here have uh, have adopted this one as, as well, is relax into it. Because sometimes there's nothing you can do. You can't always control everything. You just have to go with the flow and, you know, you, you can only control your mind and how you respond to things. So if, you know, I'm feeling a bit uncomfortable, I'll just kind of say to myself, just relax into it. Oh, that's fantastic. I, I, I like both of those, but the last one is something I'll, I'll definitely take with me. Well, N- Nicole, this is this has been great. Really appreciate you taking the time out of your day to to introduce us to to yourself, to Runway, and to kind of share your perspective on the digital transformation our industry is taking. We'll connect people with our community to you as they reach out to us and look forward to you participating in some of our events going forward. I'd love to. Thanks, Dennis. All right. Thank you. On behalf of the Housing Innovation Alliance and the University of Denver, this is Dr. Eric Holt. Thank you for being part of our journey. This is where innovation calls home.